Welcome to Rise from the Ashes. Our podcast looks at various issues for families. We'll be talking with attorneys about personal and legal concerns having to do with divorce, custody, and parenting time. There are also a few topics about letting go, moving on, and new beginnings. Please keep in mind this podcast is only to inform and help to understand legal and personal issues as they relate to family law. It should not be considered as a replacement for a qualified family law attorney. When in doubt, please contact a professional. Rise from the ashes, focusing on matters of the family, because family matters. Hi, and welcome to our podcast, Rise from the Ashes. I'm David Braddock. I'll be your host for the program, and we're talking today with Susan Mundahl, who is the senior attorney at Mundahl Law, a Minnesota-based family law firm. How are you, Susan? I'm great, David. How are you today? Good, thank you. We're going to be covering some questions, the things that you'll want to ask when deciding on an attorney for your case. And since you have most of your experience in family law, these will primarily be dealing with family law cases. That's right, David. But these are actually really good questions to ask any attorney, regardless of what your legal matter is. Okay, well, let's just start with our first question. And that is, if you're talking to an attorney to make a decision on whether to hire them or not, number one, what is your level of knowledge with whatever, in divorce or a family law case like a custody matter or child support, why is that an important question? It's a very important question because if your attorney doesn't have the basic knowledge regarding your area of law, then you are going to be paying for them to get up to speed to learn about it. The question always is, you don't know what you don't know. Well, do you want to hire an attorney that doesn't know what they don't know? For instance, recently I had dealings with an inexperienced attorney and this client had come to me subsequently after using them, and that attorney knew nothing about the ramifications of a pension. The basic rule of law is a pension can be used as either a property settlement or as income. It can't be used as both, and because this inexperienced attorney didn't know, he was going to have that individual enter into an agreement that would have used that pension as both. And so it really disadvantaged the client and had the potential of being something that would cost thousands and thousands of dollars. So it is very important that they have more than basic family law knowledge out of the textbooks. Getting an experienced attorney, yes, you may be paying more in an hourly rate, but the time that you're going to save by being able to tap into, in my case, 29 years of knowledge is well worth the difference. Okay, let's just go to the next question. When talking to an attorney, what is your level of experience with this type of case? That's always an excellent question. Again, you want an attorney who has some level of experience dealing with what you have. And in some cases, human beings are really unique. Sometimes they're doing things that you've never heard of before. And in those cases, an attorney should be willing to say, look, that's something I have never heard of before, and I may have to do some research in that area. But then ask them how much research they're going to need to do and what's it going to cost you. 
Those are legitimate questions because it's your dollar that is going to be paying to have the attorney represent your interests. Okay, next question. What is your level of courtroom experience? Why is that question important? Attorneys are human. And so there are some attorneys that are not comfortable in courtroom settings. You want to know whether your attorney is someone that is comfortable in front of a judge. You also want to know what is their position going to be? I've had people come and complain to me about prior attorneys they've had where they've said the attorney didn't do anything. Well, you should know that if it's a motion hearing, what the court is going to be relying the most on is the motion and the affidavits that have already been presented to the court in writing before the day of the hearing. You do want to know that your attorney is comfortable in the courtroom and that they know what the court process is. That is going to be helpful to your case. And as always, a more experienced attorney in that area is going to save you in the long run time and money. And the next question to ask an attorney is, have you ever done any court trials? Why is that important? Well, the first thing to know is that in Minnesota, the only person you ever appear in front of is a judge. You will never have a jury trial. There, again, it goes to the comfort level of the attorney. If you know that you have a case that is going to be very probably having to go to trial, and there's very few that actually need to, but you want to know that if you have one of those, that your attorney is experienced in the courtroom, that they know the rules of evidence and that they know the court procedure. And even if they know the judge at all and how the judge might handle a case. Don't get me wrong. No one can know the mind of a particular judge. I've practiced 29 years and judges continue to surprise me certainly on occasion when they do things that I never would have expected any judge to do. Someone who is comfortable with court trials, who has gone to court, also someone, though, that doesn't want to go to court in most cases, that's important because you want to know that you have an attorney who wants to get your case settled in a reasonable fashion rather than just cost you money down the drain to go to trial because, quite frankly, don't ever expect that you're going to get your day in court and see that justice is done. You are far better off reaching a reasonable agreement and cutting your losses than you are going to trial. That's why it's important to ask about how many trials they do. If they brag about the fact that they do dozens of trials, I would actually be more concerned. Okay, next question. I think that this is a common question but you're probably going to say it's not the kind of thing that attorneys like, how much is it going to cost? So what would be a better question to ask than what's the cost going to be? The answer you're going to get if you ask, what is this going to cost, is it depends. And it really does depend. You are better off asking questions like, how is their time calculated? Because there are some attorneys that actually calculate every 15 minutes, regardless of whether it was six minutes or two minutes or 12 minutes. But then there's others, and the majority of us, charge in tenth of an hour increments, which is every six minutes. And so you want to know that. Then the next question that would be a good one is, how do they break down the costs? In a divorce or in any action, there's certain increments to it. There's the beginning, which is where you draft the initial pleadings. Then there's this period of discovery where there's costs. You know, what's it going to cost to get the information you need, such as property and parenting time and all those kind of things. 
And then there's the end of the case, which is the preparation of the stipulation and agreement. Or if you go to trial, what are the costs related to the trial? Because there's trial preparation, there's witnesses that you have to prep, there's the trial day itself, or how many days that's going to take. And then what is the cost after that? Because generally, on a divorce or a custody matter, the judge wants us to draft the proposed findings. It is better for an attorney to be able to break down. Usually I do it in terms of hours of my time, and that's going to give people a better idea of some of the costs that are involved and, quite frankly, how they can save money and cut their losses by engaging in mediation and those kind of things without having to go to trial or to have court hearings. Do find out what are the court fees involved, and those you can even find out online. But it does cost money to file it in district court, and it does cost money to file motions. And so those are all important considerations. All right, here's a question. It may be the final question. Is there an option for the attorney than to only handling portions of the divorce. What would those be? That is a really important question because of the fact that so many people are considering divorce to be something that they simply have to handle themselves because they can't afford an attorney to handle the whole thing. And as I've said before, you need an attorney for their advice and their advocacy. You can ask, do you handle things a la carte? That's a concept we know about because we order things a la carte at fancy restaurants. And so the same thing is true. You can have an attorney who only prepares your summons and your petition and all of your initial pleadings. You can have an attorney just give you advice on how to handle these things yourself. You can hire an attorney to just go to court on your behalf. And what we are calling them as attorneys is unbundled services or limited scope representation. There are more and more of us attorneys who are willing to do these things to assist people who can't afford an attorney to handle their entire divorce. Well, in closing, is there anything you'd like to suggest to listeners as to what are some important things to look at when they're making this important decision of hiring an attorney? That really is an excellent question because it is hard to know. The biggest thing that I learned from my clients is that they don't know who they can trust and they need an attorney they can trust. And so how do you find an attorney you can trust? First way is to ask these questions. That's going to give you a really good idea of whether they actually know what they're talking about. And having that initial consultation that most of us offer is really important so that you can get to know them. Talk to your friends and family on who have they used in the past. Another way is go to your local bar association. They have attorney lists. And in fact, you could check out, like in Minnesota, you could check out Minnesota CLE and who are the people who are giving the classes in some areas. Now, that's not going to tell you definitively who's good in the area, but that's one way of doing it. When you say Minnesota CLE, what are you referring to exactly and how would someone find that for the people that might be teaching classes you referred to? It's mncle.com. And what it is is CLE stands for Continuing Legal Education. So these are folks that teach other attorneys and they do it free of charge. But the Minnesota Bar Association list is a really good way too to find in your area. The final thing is check out their website. This is the 21st century and everyone has a website. Look at the website and do they have blogs? Do they have podcasts? 
what is the personal information about the attorney that you can glean? The bottom line is you're looking for someone who has a decent level of experience and knowledge in your area of law and someone that you can trust. Someone that cares about you as a human being is ideal. And not every attorney does. Those are things that you can trust your gut instincts on. In closing, let me just say I wish you the best of luck. I hope you all find the very best attorney to meet your needs. And know that I work at Mundal Law here in Maple Grove, Minnesota. Have a great day. Well, thank you so much, Susan. Those are some very good insights on assisting people in finding a good attorney. Thank you, David. You are listening to Rise from the Ashes, the podcast channel that takes a careful look at all things having to do with legal procedure within the family law process. Rise from the Ashes is sponsored by Mundal Law, who specializes in assisting families and individuals through the legal process with respect, dignity, and caring. Mundal Law is dedicated to helping people to solve their legal problems. You can visit the Mundall Law website at mundalllaw.com or call to schedule a consultation with one of their qualified family law attorneys. Rise from the ashes, focusing on matters of the family, because family matters.